And here's what I want to ask you. What is holding you back? What is the thing that's holding you back from going after your dreams and from finding meaningful work you love? Aren't you ready to wake up to the possibilities that are in your life and go after the things you've dreamt of? It's time for you to feel alive again, lit up, and for you to know that you're deserving and you are worthy for the future that's waiting for you. I want you to feel fulfilled and find abundance in your life. I think it's time and I'm ready to help you get started. Now I'm your host, Kristen, of Building a Life You Love. And each week on the show, we're going to help you figure out how you do go after your dreams and find work you love. Here we go. Let's get started. Hey guys, it's Kristen and welcome to another episode of Building a Life You Love. And today I actually want to talk to you about not quitting. Not quitting when things are hard, when we feel disappointment, or when we don't feel like the progress that we're wanting or expecting in something new we're doing isn't fast enough. The honest truth is we live in a time, we live in a culture that has taught us to want quicker gratification, right? We can get things in an instant. We can get things delivered to us, you know, the same day or the next day. We are used to things happening at a very fast pace, but building something takes time and it does take blood, sweat, and tears. It takes hard work and it takes persistence and resilience. And what I want to talk to you about today is there's been days with the podcast where, yeah, I felt defeated and we're going to talk about that and then how you keep going. And how really those are, those days aren't really kind of the the snapshot of everything going on. And so we're going to talk about that. You can't just look at one snapshot in time and it be reflective of what what reality is or what's really going on. And so I'm going to talk about a past, I don't even know if you'd call it a failure, but I guess a point in which I stopped something in a big way and I don't want to say it was a mistake because we, if we learned from it, I'm not sure that it's a mistake, but I would say in hindsight, I maybe stopped too soon. And so what I want to talk about is how do we keep going when we feel that moment of defeat? How do we keep going when we feel like maybe this is the wrong path or maybe it's not working? Because here's what I've learned. Sometimes When we start feeling that resistance, we start questioning ourselves and the direction we're going or that we think progress is too slow. It's because we are truly looking at a snapshot. So for instance, and when we're talking about, if I'm talking about the podcast, if I just looked at a day or a week, right, uh, in time, what happens is I might say, oh my gosh, my listenership that day or my number of downloads wasn't that high. And I can start to feel a little defeated or, oh my gosh, this is hard. You know, like, is this going to work? But if I actually kind of zoom out, right, instead of getting so um, focused into just that little snapshot, what I start realizing is, realizing is that's not the full picture. And I can trick myself into thinking that I'm not accomplishing growth or moving towards my goals. Because when I looked at the whole month and compared it to when I started, which was only a couple months ago, for instance, in the last month, I've increased my downloads by, I think it depends on the day, but it's at least 124%. Well, if I look at that number, it's like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. That is not a bad thing. 
And so once again, what data are we looking at to convince ourselves that we aren't having um, forward momentum? And that's why you hear people so often talk about trying to capture their small wins every week, because it's very easy to think about what happened in your day or the week or think, oh, I'm not hitting all my numbers. And when we actually try to reflect on the data and sort of where we've been and where we're going, you can usually see the story, the progress, the improvement, the growth in some area. So maybe you're not hitting all your numbers and whether your numbers or your goal was even achievable in a short term time frame or not, but the small win. So keeping track each week of, you know, kind of like what was something good that happened this week, you know, for me to reach my goal. And of course, we also can't have the like, you know, short-term goals that are unrealistic, you know, like, oh, I'm going to get to a million downloads, right? In four months. I mean, I'm nowhere near that, obviously. But my point is, is that would be probably very unrealistic for me to be an independent podcaster. You know, I'm not part of a big network and I don't have funding, you know, behind me. So in other words, it still has to be a realistic goal. But what I would say to you is a couple things. One, we have to be dedicated to putting in enough time for our project or our effort, our idea, or this new business to take off. You know what I'm saying? So for instance, a lot of people do quit podcasting after the first few episodes, and it's because they haven't really thought about this being uh, a long game. You know, they're kind of like, ooh, I'm just going to kind of try it. This this sounds cool, or I've kind of like to do it. But you have to make a commitment. It's like starting any other project or business. So for me, for instance, I know that I want to be in the podcasting space. I enjoy the, you know, the audio piece of this, and I like interviewing people. So it's a great format for me. So for me, I know I'm committing to doing this for a year or years, regardless of the growth, the speed of growth. And so in other words, I'm making the commitment to myself to keep at it, you know, and not let this be a, you know, one day I'm into it, the next day I'm not. So I'm making a commitment to myself to show up every single week. Right now, that looks like six days a week I'm recording for the most part, but that doesn't mean, or I'm sorry, I'm publishing six episodes a week. It doesn't mean I'm recording six different days. I might sometimes block the episode recording, you know, into a day or a couple of days. But what I'm saying is you have to first be committed to the idea. You know, it's fine to test something out like, oh, let me just test something. But that's for con- the conceptual piece of it. Once you've decided you want to go after something, you have to be willing to put in the time and the energy and the work for months or years, depending on what the thing is. So the first thing I'd tell you is don't quit because it seems hard or you're not seeing the traction you want right away. One, because it's not realistic. That's not what happens for most people, right? It takes us showing up for a long time to having lots of content in whatever area we're in, or it could be getting in front of lots of customers with our, maybe we have a baked good. You know, I have friends that have different, um, you know, bakeries or food trucks and things like that. But it takes time, right? It takes hustling and getting to the different events so people start to be introduced to your product or your food item or your podcast. So I would just encourage you, don't give up because you feel defeated. And then get around people that are doing what you're doing because they're going to have the ups and downs, the highs and lows, the ebb and flows. 
and then find something to celebrate and to share it with other people. I'm going to be talking about, obviously, uh, let's see, this is on Monday. In two days from now, I'm going to be celebrating my 100th episode. And in the podcast that day, I'm going to talk about that win. But go and share that. I'm going to be sharing it on social media. I'm going to be sharing it with my friends and family because it's an accomplishment. And I, it's easy for me to say I'm not going to even acknowledge that. But then I realized, you know what? No, I, I need to acknowledge myself and kind of give myself a, my own pat on the back. You know, I don't need to wait for someone else to do it. Like I talked about yesterday in that episode, you know, pick yourself. The next thing I'd say is be realistic about the data, because like I said, if I just looked at one snapshot one day on the podcast, I would, I could be disappointed, right? With the number of downloads or number of listeners. But when I start zooming out and look at lots, like I mentioned, I start seeing, oh my gosh, I have these days where my downloads are much higher. You know, how'd I get there? What is, you know, can I do it again? And then also it lets me realize, okay, there's going to be an up and down. It's very cyclical, you know, daily with podcasts, at least for most of us. And then I start seeing what can I learn from this? Is it because certain days a week, week are more popular for me? Was it the subject matter that I talked about or what interviews and what content we talked about on the show? So can I find patterns that I can repeat more of that, right, for the show to do better quicker? The other thing I would talk to you about, about not quitting and just like being resilient and like committing yourself to try something for a certain amount of time and probably longer than you first thought you might try it, even if you don't see, you know, maybe the, um, or maybe even you're like, well, okay, I'm going to try podcasting, but I don't know how I'm going to make money. 100% get it. And obviously you probably need to be doing other things while you're building that podcaster than, you know, the products or services that you might offer to people related to your show. But here's what happened to me uh, in another business that I have. I have a online uh, brand. I started with my mom in 2008 called Ziggity Zoom. And it was, well, it is in the early education and family fun space. Uh, At some point it was more of an ed or education technology company, because back from 2008 until, gosh, I don't know, maybe it was 2012, maybe 13, we released seven iPhone um, educational kids games. We did an adult game and we released lots of eBooks with Barnes and Noble. We have workbooks on our site and other sites for, you know, preschool age kids. We're doing a lot. And we won a lot of awards. And over time, over the years, we had over 10 million parents and uh, educators, teachers come to the site. Really large email list. But even though we had multiple revenue streams, you know, we had the ebooks, we had workbooks, we had the iPhone game apps, which to be honest, those obviously didn't really make much money. And we had, you know, sponsorship. We had other things on our site. To be honest, we struggled with growing the revenue to where it should go and where it should be to really be a sustainable business long term. So sometimes the revenue streams would, you know, would increase and it'd be a much nicer number, you know, the monthly income. And then other months it would drop. We tried to find somebody to help us. But to be honest, at the time, I just couldn't find someone to help us with that. And I honestly got defeated. I got a little burned out. And, you know, the wind, uh, Pushing your sales kind of went away because I thought to myself, if we can't get this revenue to a much higher place, you know, and sustain that, 
then I can't continue to put my energy in this as a, um, you know, not full time, but, you know, a a good number of hours per week. Let's just say like part to full time. And so when another opportunity, you know, kind of a full time gig that I wasn't looking for, but it kind of came into my lap, came about, I decided to take it just to really take the pressure off of myself and feeling like, you know, I was failing because the revenues weren't there. So there were so many good things going for what we were creating and building and we were getting recognition and, you know, comments from parents and teachers. And, you know, there were so many good things, but instead of getting out there and telling as many people as I could, what we were struggling with, I think I felt, um, I let my ego get in the way and, you know, an embarrassment. And that caused us to kind of halt the business quite a bit for a couple, you know, for a couple of years. But in hindsight, what I realized is instead of sharing, you know, the struggles we were going through so that people could reach out and say, hey, I think I can help you with that. I tried to be private about it and not because I didn't want to share it, but I didn't want to share it with just anybody. And I've learned from that, you know, and so maybe I needed to walk through that lesson. Maybe I needed to grow in some way so that I could understand that, you know, we're going to have those things. We're going to have the struggle and maybe we don't have all the answers, right, to solve all the things because it was just the two of us for the most part. And we were wearing so many hats. We were doing the content and the production, the um, pushing it out there, right, on social. We were trying to do new business development and building new products and, you know, doing the email marketing. I mean, we were literally doing everything SEO at some point, although over time, you know, I just didn't have the time to do it as, as much as we had at one point. We were doing too much and we got burned out. But part of the reason we got burned out is it's very frustrating to put in so much effort and not achieve, to not hit some of your goals. And obviously revenue is a big one that you kind of need to hit. But honestly, I think it was very fixable, to, like looking back, if we had found the right person or people to help us. And I think there were a lot of ways we could have done that looking back. But the company still exists. And, you know, I'm starting to spend a little more time on it again. The good news is, is we still every day, you know, without ever spending money on marketing, get people to our sites and we're um, providing these workbooks to people. People are buying them. So I just need to scale it. So the good news is it's solvable and the business isn't, you know, in the toilet, if you will. It's just that we're not putting a lot of effort in it. But I had to learn from that. And to be honest, I hope you can learn from my experience, which was I was so or we were so close. We were so close to having this amazing company that we spent these years building. But to be honest, as I mentioned, I let um, ego and when I say ego, I don't mean I have this big ego. I don't. I'm a very humble person. But the ego of feeling like embarrassed or I failed or shame, that is what I'm talking about. But instead of sharing it with as many business people as I could to say, hey, we're struggling with this, I just tried to kind of grin and bear it and kind of figure it out on my own for the most part, you know, or me and my mom, because she was my co she's a co-founder. So I'm just going to say to you, I, you've probably heard this before. So many businesses are so close. And then some of them give up and they were literally on the cusp of something great, you know, some great success, this explosion of growth. 
So I just want to encourage you, don't quit. Don't give up. If you're passionate about the effort and if it's meaningful to you and if you've put this, you know, this energy into it, find someone to help you, you know, share what's going on with you because maybe someone out there can give you what you need. You know, they can help you like, hey, if you just put the strategy in place, you'd see such an improvement on your of your online workbook sales or hey, I couldn't even find this thing. You know, maybe it's too hidden or you're just presenting it wrong. Your messaging is wrong. There's so many ways that things can get fixed that sometimes when we're so close to it, we don't even notice what's so apparent to everyone else. So like I said, I just want to encourage you, don't quit. Don't give up. Just commit to one, putting in enough time that your idea or business or product or service can grow. Keep sharing it, keep honing it in, learn and grow and find people around you that you can help them in their business or their idea and they can help you. Because like I said, sometimes we need a new set of eyes on something to help us with where our blind spot, to see our blind spots and then to also help us, you know, maybe we think our language is super clear for this problem or solving, I mean, solving this problem or the solution or the need. But we show it to a couple people and they actually say, well, I didn't get what you're saying at all from that. So sometimes it's just looking, it's asking, and it's like everything in life. If we don't share with our friends, at some point, they're, it's going to feel one-sided. We have to be willing to be open and vulnerable and share and authentic. So I just want to encourage you, don't quit. Don't give up. Commit to you know staying the course, getting help where you need it, asking for help getting in a community where you're supported, but you can also share your struggles and your roadblocks so people can help you through them. Because I learned that the hard way. And now with the podcast, I am part of groups and you know some of my coaching and courses, I'm part of groups where we can help each other work through challenges or messaging and things like that. And it truly makes all the difference. And if you need help or need a little bit of a pep talk, message me or send me an email. I'd love to help you through that. So here's to not quitting and going after your dreams. I think we do need to know what we want in order to define life on our terms. And we have to be willing to break the past scripts so that we can move into better and more beautiful and amazing things. And I am so passionate about today's topic, about knowing what your gifts are and your passions, your background and your your talents and helping you understand how those things can come together to step into work that you care about and go after your passion and just serve the world that I would love to help you. And I am happy to jump on a brief call with you to help you through that. This is, you know, this is a free call, but I literally just want to help you start getting those, you know, the, the cylinders kind of moving and going so that you can step into this. So email me at Kristen at KristenFitch.com. That's all eyes. And just let me know in the subject. I would love to talk to you. And I cannot wait to connect with some of you and help you in this way. You can start going after your dreams today. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at Kristen Fitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. And thanks again for listening in. Until next time, have a great week.